0: Hey, folks, SH1T Comedy Alive. Talking with one of the best. Truly honored to have him on the podcast once again. Give it up for Dustin the Man Stewart. Much, man hopefully I'm not burning all that free internet you got <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from the government no just kidding thank <laughs> you yeah, sure, so <laughs> good point thanks for thanks for doing this I do appreciate it um, welcome back oh, well. for the first time in a year that we did this and I think it's apropos if you want to dive in we can dive in or you want to test check or whatever you want to do
1: okay well I uh, good talking to you as well uh, hope you can hear me all right over here in Fort Worth. I think, uh, what are you in Japan. Is that right? no, no, Germany. Germany, okay. Yeah. Uh, the other axis. Yeah.
0: Okay. You got a buddy yeah. in Germany, right?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, Schwein- Schweinfurt. And, uh, and a couple buddies still left from the Army. And, and then an old officer buddy might be headed over to v here soon. And uh, a couple other odds and ends. <laughs> I need to get over there one of these days again.
0: Yeah, uh, so you were in Germany, but yeah, Vspaden is one of the uh, uh, so a couple of, a couple of billets that I control are sourced from Vspaden, so it may be the same okay. entity. If they they're right. they're from the two or no? They're from the what? Your buddies in the two or what? What what is does it run? One two three four five six like S one S two S three? What does it do? Oh.
1: Oh, gotcha. No, he's an infantry. He's operations infantry. and I, But I honestly don't even know what his assignment is. It could be something, you know, what do they say, uh, uh, a key uh, development position, a KDL spot or something. Uh, I, some, I can't even remember what he's doing. Uh, he just finished up being an XO of a battalion okay. over in, can't even remember where. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was in freeburg and then Schweinfurt. And uh, what about yourself?
0: I'm in Stuttgart. So I'm down. I'm down south. Yeah, Yeah. I
1: know where that is. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. So I'm where the
1: cars, cars made over there.
0: Yep. All the Volkswagens and all the basically, you could see. I've I've been I've done a tour, in uh, I think it was the Mercedes or the uh, Mercedes, Mercedes Benz, where the uh, VFW Stuttgart plays. I've been through that, and they're pretty interesting when you go through and see those museums and everything. I mean, it's it's great. Like I love it down here. It's awesome so
1: and we still have a special ops group down there is that right
0: everything's down there man so
1: yeah 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 back in the day i remember that was like there was a hot unit over there uh, uh one of our majors he, he uh, was a pl i think or some shit over there um you know some company of uh, not lurks but you know our sort of modern badass anyway.
0: yeah sweet all right man let's dive into it i guess
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I pulled up your podcast online. It looks like you've already uh, maybe talked even to some folks about this. I don't know if some of this stuff is national ground, but I mean, it feels like a lot's changed in a week, right?
0: Yeah, I'm, not, I'm definitely not as loquacious. Uh, the, the ideas are not as thought out. I know what I want to say, but I don't really say them. And the last time we talked, um, which was over a year ago, by the way, and once again, thank you mm-hmm. for doing this, but So last time we talked, you were the forward-thinking element, for lack of a better term, when it came to, like, you you literally pointed out the media was behind all this bullshit. And now here we are 13 months later, and America is literally a week ago, and I was talking to people, talking to friends, talking to whatever, and there's a day, I, I call it March 16th, that was the day that literally the earth stood still. Or whatever it is. And I was sitting here talking about the fact that there's no way the states is going to gonna go crazy, batshit crazy, because that's not what Americans do. It's not what – it's not who we are. It's not what we're about, right? This is something that's irrelevant. We can't do it. We're stronger than this. And lo and behold, we fucking folded, right? At least that's my perception. I, I, I totally get it. Like I, I totally get it that I'm here in Germany dealing with all this bullshit that's going on, but I can't believe – that it's going down in the states that everything just kind of went nuts like it did I, I don't get it like i i, I don't know
1: well, well the sad part is germany probably wouldn't have it if we hadn't because we still are leading culture we export our culture more than anything of course everyone's following our lead of course you know it's really we're learning how actually free south korea is you know in the, the but, but hold on, to go back a second, I think you brought up a good point, because last time we talked, I said, I think, you know, what we're learning from this, I think I said verbatim, like, you know, Trump is a big story, obviously, and I fucking, I was, have a lot to say about that, huge story, obviously, but I think what I told you was, hey, what we're learning is the big story of this is the power of the media, and this this thing that we call media, like, what is it, we're learning now a lot more outlines and, and, and understand the shape of it, I don't know, At least I hope people are, it's fucking bullshit, I mean, it's pretty obvious, and so yeah that's a huge difference you know they had a pandemic 10 years ago it's called h1n1 and i guess people are learning about it more every day now but you know that was a blip on the radar and i hate to say this but if hillary was president right now we wouldn't be doing this and we might actually be in a better spot than what unfortunately trump is putting us in i can't just turn my brain off and be like oh i'm been trump, trump trump i mean i have fucking maga hats everywhere i got like the camera version too <laughs> you know we went to his fucking rallies with photos you know, I, uh, but it's like you can't just turn your brain he, he's the whole point when people will call you a sycophant It's like no and I would always say it's not about Trump. I think it's great what he's doing. I respect it It doesn't mean it's not about him. He is just the one not bowing down to this fucking hysteria And now he we I guess the germophile president Finally found an issue that he couldn't have, He and he just got slain him is dr. Doom Fauci has basically become what the president yeah, I mean, I know it sounds stupid. I know I'm exaggerating, but I mean, that's how you get. You know, these. It's like Jeffrey Tucker, this fucking hardcore anarcho-capitalist at the Mises Institute, talks about um, his uh, American, you know, Economic Institute for Research. I think he said Jeffrey Tucker, flamboyant dude. But anyway, he's like these talks about civil liberties that we have that have sort of been dying out since the Ron Paul days. Like, it's not a fucking parlor game discussion. <laughs> you know, it's not. And you mentioned Germany. Like I talked about, buddy, in Germany, uh, Scott is still over there, former enlisted, e- E6, retired. I don't know if he's staying retired, actually. But he, uh, he teaches over there. He's got a kraut wife. And, you know, they're not even aware that no kids are dying of this. Like It's like, Scott, you can look this up, dude. You don't, you know, he's like, yeah, my wife reads the obituary. He's like, oh, yeah, it's great. But you can also just go to the Internet, you know, and it doesn't have to be <laughs> CNN or whatever. Clu- he's completely clueless that no kids are dying. And that's not just me talking. it's anyone. It's, I mean, it's, it's all over the news, right? Yeah, ev- seen that, right? every
0: everybody sensationalizes the fact that everybody points to Italy. Uh, one of the main story, uh, one of the main points that you can go to is that story where the thirty-four year old guy died. Um, that just came back from Disneyland. He um, that was one of the stories. They want to point. was recovering
1: from He was recovering from a, recovering from a, a laundry list. Of medical, like t- uh, testicular cancer. I'm sorry, and like other ones too, like bronchitis or some shit. Yep. I don't know. But you don't go to Disney World where there's like it's like we've just lost our mind. I mean, we, the Italy, it's you know that's a single payer. I've been there. It's fucking the Florida of Europe. You know, lots of old people, lots of Chinese people too, and their stories from rooters. Uh, Reuters back in two thousand thirteen, and, and all kinds of other people too. New Yorker just a couple years ago, big thing about all the Chinese people working there, how to a fucking slumlord, all this bullshit. Smokers, all this. I mean, it's just not. A, it's like there's so many angles of this. It's like a, a uh, my wife said the, the Hegel philosopher talked about the you know the, the thesis and antithesis have built up over the past three years very clearly. There's very clearly, like, the MAGA side or whatever, which I was, like, a part of up to about five days ago, yeah. I guess. And this other side. And all of a sudden, the Hegelian, whatever the fuck moment has occurred where they have come colliding together in explosion. And all these vectors are shooting off, you know, in a very unified vector for now. But let's not kid ourselves. All this bipartisan stuff that's going to end, like, really quick, it's going to be back to O eight. Oh nine discussions of how to recover from fucking economic malaise, I guess maybe even worse because now they're saying Great Depression, you know, who the fucking knows? Although me personally, like my business came to a screeching halt within like 48 hours of Trump getting up there on stage and doing what I, I mean, basically you could say, whatever moment that was, was that March 16th, was that when he said national emergency? I don't so that's when like the shit began.
0: So March 16th. Like,
1: that was the error. that was the the, the quintessential tactical error. Like, up till that moment, he's been on a strategy of, hey, okay, let's keep comparing this to the flu, which I'm sorry, you need to. You can't. It's like, well, that's what you're supposed to fucking do. It's called data analytics. It's called context. You can't do that in the professional world. When I was doing data analytics for fucking oil and gas companies, and, and I had some big uh, a well, and they said, what's the fucking well rate on this, in this, on this well over here? And they just play. I can't think they'll put together a PowerPoint describing the, just that well. I have, the, really, the art of it, and what they're really, without even having to say it, is show me how it fucking compares to everything else, and take into consideration everything else I need to know, and then show me a number, and let's talk about those numbers, and then maybe even then I will I still believe. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you didn't have to go test things and confirm and all this bullshit. So it's like that's so they're making this even. I mean, all. Like Newt Gingrich, for example, is just blasting away numbers from Italy. I guess because he's the ambassador to the her, his wife is the ambassador to the Holy See, blasting off like all these numbers of this number dead, you know, this number sitting outside the waiting room, this number in the parking lot, blah blah blah. That's not how you make an argument. Part I mean, a, maybe they're they're trying to not uh, fill up more of their already fucking stupid socialist healthcare hospitals, and they're realizing that maybe some <laughs> – innovative ways that the parking lot is the better way to go. Aren't we sort of experimenting with that too? So anyway, not to digress, but it's like the, there's so many angles. <laughs> that the data the data especially is extremely just insulting because that's not how you can, when money's on the line and you're not, you know, these people don't have to worry about not getting paid, whatever. But when money's on the line, that's not how you make data arguments. In the business world, at MBA, in NBA, anyone done the NBA, you, know, you you spend like so much time studying how to, disentangle bits of data, what am I looking at, how does this compare to that, is this a good case study, is this, why is this a bad case study, why is this a good case study, what's different with this case study, and it's just like overnight, Trump gets up there and declares a national emergency, and to circle back to your thing with the media, we now are like primed for this, we've all watched movies, we have the 24-7 Facebook, Twitter that wasn't around 10 years ago, and it just all... So I guess, I mean, I can't even stay mad at Trump for that long, I guess, because it's like even then you would like to think even if he were to say it's a national emergency, people wouldn't have freaked out and lost their shit. But whatever, he did. And up and until he, he that, he had been comparing it to the flu. If you remember, he sent out a tweet about how, hey, this is like before that, right maybe March 15th or something in there. He said uh, there are X number of people right now in the hospital with flu. It's a, and it was a huge number, like thousands. He said something like 200 or 500 people dead already this season in California from the flu. Lost their shit. And from that moment on, he stopped. And that's when now we have the new PC thing of you can't compare it to the flu. And that's just insane. And then it's like, even if it was, and this is the sad part, because all this time I'm sitting here talking about comparing it to the flu, when we're losing sight, that's actually a tree. The forest, is, it doesn't matter. Even if it was 100 we're supposed to be a free fucking country. You can't just tell people to fucking stay at their home and put a cop there. Agreed. I mean, that's insane. You know, that's insane. I don't care if it's worse, really. And so it's, it's almost like you can just jabber at it. Yes, they're wrong about it. They're, they're actually wrong about it. It's not a national emergency. But then on top of that, even if it was, even if it was, I mean, what, what you know, South Korea is now the new fucking land of the free. <laughs> like, they're yeah. not shutting down their economy over there. They're not doing this. Yeah, and I, why is the why does the CDC have any fucking say in who can get a test? That's you the, know, you could go. you could get a test at CVS ten years ago. You know what the fuck? That's <laughs> so I think it. it's, they're very descriptive when the when he get up there, and this is when I stop really watching all the press conferences from start to finish. I'll see those highlights now. I see a bunch of scared. If you watch the body language, it's a bunch of scared body language. Just look at the fucking body language um but yeah <laughs>
0: it's it's a lack then, yeah, of it, it's but, a lack of principal leadership that's the that's the gamble that everybody took when they elected trump right so back yeah. back in 2016 hillary versus trump and trump was fun like i enjoyed it it was great but then you had this moment where he was tested as far as do you have principles and he's never been a guy of principles he's always been a guy to lash well, out to the opposite I,
1: I don't that's a good point I think he was principled. I think when you go to, when you're a cadet your teenage years and you see all this stuff and you grow up and you have, you know, I think he's a smart guy. I think, I think he's got principles. I think he's actually a family man. People pointed this out. I think he is. I know he's been divorced and all that. But he certainly exudes a lot of the same things. When I look at other people, in my like, they're family men and, or men and men women that, you know, have things called divorces. I just think he got rolled up. He's a germophile too, you know. Um, so I mean there's it also There are other reasons and you know and I feel like no one's talking about it okay. Bannon Steve fucking Bannon Do you know you know, you know this gentleman, right?
0: Yeah, I know Steve Bannon
1: Yeah, he's a big dude, right big dog. He's a part owner of Seinfeld He oh, literally really? owns part of Seinfeld the motherfucker has been in the Navy He's been he sailed on the fucking, you know surface fleet through the South China Sea, you know the guys looked the Pentagon but more relevant, he was Trump's campaign strategist, yep. right? At the end, he now runs Breitbart or whatever it continues to. Well, what is his day job then? The last six months, do you know?
0: No. What's his job?
1: Well, he was running basically the new Rush Limbaugh-like, <clears throat> uber-successful okay. podcast. Okay, it's called War Room. It started this War Room impeachment back when the impeachment was getting going because he, and the media was all pissed. That, oh, Trump doesn't have a war room. He's not fucking answering, you know, because Trump was just winging it. Like, whatever. And he has his own surrogates that handle it whatever his way, but uh, their way. So, Trump, so Bannon set up this thing, you know, this podcast out there at Capitol Hill, Breitbart headquarters with Raheem Kassam. Do you know who he is? Nope. He managed Nigel Farage's campaign for Brexit and all that. Okay. You know, Ring a Bell. Yep. Big dude as well, but no Steve Bannon, but he's is like his, you know, sort of, a, and he's a packy. Yes, he's, like, ethnic. He's good. He's got that card. He's a good guy. All these are, like, I'm on board with all this. It's all good, and the whole purpose of that podcast was to defend Trump from impeachment. But when not wound down in, in December, it became the last hour of the show started becoming, like, war room pandemic. Because in his anti-China zeal, he's seen this shit coming for a while. They were talking about it last year, the Wuhan stuff and all this, and because you know he fucking shits on he hates china which i get it i've been there it's fucking crazy i don't like china either yeah but the story has taken a life of its own and it becomes like as of this year like january or whatever it's just war room pandemic and now it's like it's been three hours a day for seven days a fucking week now it's like two times a day you know, my wife, is listening. I have Indian buddies from grad school that have known, I mean, people know, that my buddy in Germany, enlisted, dude, he knows the show, he listens to it. I mean, it's like the new Rush Limbaugh. And so, and he has been, dry, he's been calling this since like a month ago, more, or probably more, I just have to been here a month ago, because I don't even hear all the shows. He called this, that this will go down as the biggest story in human history. He said that like a while back. And I'm like, now I'm thinking, I guess, do you mean the fucking economic carve-out we're doing ourselves? Is that what you're referring to? <laughs>
2: um,
1: because no, I mean, that's insane. And or you, get, So that's a huge topic in of itself. I'm going to get fucking, you could go into that, I guess, deeper. I guess why not? But I mean, if yeah. I get like questions, like, what the fuck is he thinking? I don't fucking know. I think it comes from the, and it, it shows, and now it's like, if you listen to it, it's more, you know They're trying to establish this new consensus, obviously, about how well Trump's doing it and yada yada and how the country's come together. It's like, I guess, if you really consider this emergency, maybe, but even then, uh, no, we're supposed to be a free society. No. Like,
0: just, I say no. Like like, I literally say no, because we can, we can dive into the economic stuff later, because like, you have added like, six or seven things to talk about, and this is going to be a really long conversation. One more, though,
1: on that same note, but, with Joe Rogan. So the other half of that, for the layman out there, is Joe Rogan's show right mm-hmm. right okay big time He's yep the Oprah okay okay well he is had now a viral guest on there talking about it. I can't remember his name doctor something yep. of Oh, I listened to that one it's Passed around I started watching it and the first time I said to turn off because I heard him say this is just the beginning and it's like how can you take someone serious when they said it like the only reason this is called COVID-19 instead of just coronavirus is because there are other coronaviruses I mean you know, that you don't have to be a fucking expert to understand that. And this isn't the first contagious respiratory illness. That's a virus. You know, viruses are the oldest living thing on the fucking planet or one of among. And so then, you know, I turn on again, it's like, wow, I see people are still clinging to this or whatever, you've got some stuff to say, so I'll listen to more of it. And it's just like on several of these things, not only is it's a very incomplete answer to me, at least someone that's trained as a civil engineer. Has been in the military, and, and lives are on stake, and you're actually gonna make life-or-death decisions based on do I have to have enough information, you know? And then, but when you hear him talk about, uh, um, you know, how did well, Rogan will ask, well, how did he go away? How did this one go away from back in the day? Um, and he'll say, oh, well, it just you will just give some answer. It's like, oh, well, they started quarantining people, and it's like, how did the fuck does that make sense? Like, there's already people that have it that aren't quarantined. Or, or if you just listen to his statements, even baked into each one, he'll, he'll have all these disclaimers, like, well, if it goes this way, and, you know, what we think, uh, maybe. It's like, are we listening to the same fucking guy?
2: <laughs> well, that- no,
1: I don't know. It's just people, if, you're, if you have this, we have a worship of expertise. Carl Sagan has talked about this. It's like back in the 70s, the fucking famous guy that did the first Cosmo shit, instead of this one with the cartoon, <laughs> the family guy guy. The guy that did the real one, Carl Sagan, was like, hey, yeah, in the future, it's going to be this world where we've exported all our manufacturing, and no one knows how to actually create real things of substance, basically, and all the expertise lies in very few hands, we just look to the fucking oracles, and they're going to tell us what the fuck is going on.
0: Yep. the com- a
1: paraphrase. You can look it up. He fucking said it. <laughs>
0: the comments are much like, um, the, basically, this is the first opportunity, the first time. You can reach back to the 2009 H1N1, and I went back with that with the previous podcast, Sixty million people got infected, quarter million died, or twelve yep. twelve thousand five hundred died, quarter million were hospitalized, so on and so forth. But the only reason why you see all these like climate change, like that's the best thing I can do, or that's the best thing I can equate to it. Climate change predictions like the world's gonna end in two thousand, everybody's fucking wrong. Like everybody overestimates what's gonna happen and then nothing really happens. The difference that's here right. the difference here is that we are on, like when H1N1 hit the streets, it was maybe step five or step six, right, when we when everybody started paying attention. Now everybody's paying attention at step one, and they're seeing, they're going back to how the sausage was made, and it's fucking freaking everybody out. Because if you yeah. pro- if you probably looked and touch. listened People to these in, things.
1: But Seth, that's the, you hit the nail on the head. People are in touch with the sausage of what a human is actually supposed to be constituted of. You know, this is like, higher, this is like Maslow hierarchy of needs that shit. Everybody has their basic needs met and everybody's searching for meaning. And it turns out that's really hard. So we give extreme meaning to the most mundane stuff. It's yeah. like one death is a tragedy, a million is a statistic. Yeah. You know, we killed, we killed, last I checked, we killed 700,000 Iraqis died in our response to 9 11. I was there. I've seen them with my own eyes. You know, I think we killed 500,000. Children and the sanctions we put on Iraq in the 90s. You can look that up. Madeleine, Ambassador Madeleine Albright being interviewed on 60 Minutes asking if it was worth it. Saying, well, I think you have to look at it and say yes. I mean, and then now we're, everything in our life, all, you know, when a war movie comes out now, it's like about the medic, the struggling medic that's getting shit on or some private. And God, God, you know, God bless those people. Love it. It's like no longer the movie about like a Caesar, the, the general or whatever, or the broader sort of idea. Of that war, it's all about the individual, and and it's probably you know a minority now too. And you can be that person too. And and it's like all fiction. It's like it's not real. Like this isn't a real crisis. You're just acting out some shit you think is a crisis from a movie because you don't know any better. And and by the way, you can't even you're you're setting up a situation where you can't. I can't prove the counterfactual, Seth. If a quarter million people don't die from this thing, like a lot of this is. like, no, or they're saying 2.2 2 million people could die or whatever. It's like, when that doesn't happen, I can't prove that. It's like, well, they'll just say, oh, well, it's because of the steps we took. It's a counterfactual you can't prove. And so that's kind of also the maddening part. But do you... Cause I guarantee you all these things that they'll just say, What it's obvious, obviously it didn't work out to be a disaster because of all this shit we did.
0: But they, and they, they could have, you could be pointed to the same thing and, and would have done nothing and the same shit would have happened. All the numbers. Actually,
1: there will probably be more deaths now. Actually, the death count will go up, I guarantee you, because now we're creating a depression. So, not oh. only will the sort of re uh, the, the adjusted for inflation, so to speak, number, will go up.
0: I agree completely.
1: <laughs> you know, It's just not their prediction. Their prediction, no, we're fucking close to that. Of course not.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, off topic, you talked about Steve Bannon and other podcasts. Have you ever heard of the Dan Biagino or or Bongino podcast? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and You know, people on the Secret Service that uh, aspire to that job and work in that job of presidential security, they don't really like him. Why is that? FYI. I and mean, I don't know. People said people don't like people. A lot of people don't like me either. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's worth knowing. Like I'm, he's got a reputation, you know. But and he probably knows that. But and I've listened to him a lot. He's a hardcore dude, and I would take him very seriously. But I've just, I've just witnessed, like, they've all basically come on board with, you know, this is sort of an existential crisis. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, at least that's the stuff I've, I've, you know, and he's not as bad, I guarantee you that it's a lot worse.
0: <laughs> so I listened to Shapiro, and Biagino is writer, more right than he is. But the, the thing that got me hooked onto him is that he called out the Crossfire Hurricane thing way before the shit, like, basically two years before they hit what was going on. And so okay. I'm kind of in line okay. with I'm in line with, what Shapiro does, with except with all the religious stuff.
1: I think and this I, is so different, Seth, don't you think? This is a different case because we got body bags involved in this. This is like, for a lot of people, they can justify this to no ends because, Seth, people are dying. Yeah, but... You know, I know you yeah. mentioned Fast and Furious and all that, but that's guns, right? Yeah, no,
0: but it's right? just... Not right? right, and I mean, the
1: point I'm making is this has flipped people out. People have freaks. This is taking primal... I mean, if I'm myself, and now I mean, I cough all the time, man. You know, I like green stuff. And, you know, it's like, if you myself, I'm catching myself going, oh, I want to forget the corona, which, for the record, like, I don't give a fuck. If I get it, you know, I had a fever last year and bought gigs and was down for, like, the count, almost, for, like, three days. And you know what? You do what you instinctually know what to do. You hunker down and you get some liquids into you. You relax. You, you're hopefully you're with someone. You're at a point in your life where you haven't fucking... Isolated yourself and you have friends and family a wife or whatever to help you. It's like, okay Was I Were we? Were we I, I guess was I supposed to fucking, you know <laughs> Call the news you want to hear down the economy <laughs> you,
0: you want to hear. Yeah, you want to hear real conspiracy shit uh, Theory shit. I was dead sick ill like the worst flu I'd ever had January of this year I was knocked on my ass and I literally Maybe went up. You
3: had it. Yes
0: Might have had it and that's what I'm that's what I'm telling everybody or telling people and and I've i literally said this to my coworkers is like this might have swept through our office in January already. of this year yes because yeah, we went through yeah. and I I, was, I slept for twenty four hours and I was not on death's door yeah. but it was a bad fucking flu that I had in January and it was the worst that I had and I like I, call me conspiracy theory call what you want to call me but I think I already had this in in January
1: <laughs> like well so, it's no conspiracy you know there are plenty of things out there trying to kill us. Yes, I mean this is no conspiracy, and that's sort of circling back to the we people lost touch with nature, you know, people running around barefoot and play- I mean, we exaggerate, and it's like old men bitching, but it's like it's real, Seth. Like we would get arrested for the things we did to y'all day and A&M.
0: <laughs> Of course you, know? you would.
1: I would get arrested. I would get thrown in jail. One in jail thousand. They were caught after stuff we did to y'all. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
1: I don't know if you think about that ever, but that's No, no, I-, I have buddies. I have buddies that didn't ever finish their lawsuits from the cavalry and all that bonfire shit. Yeah. Another, I mean, we have evidence all around us that people are just getting weak. Yeah. And this is like, the, it's like the explosion has occurred and we're just seeing it and we have this media that didn't exist. Like 10 years ago, there wasn't Facebook or Twitter. When I was in Guatemala in 2013, I spent like a couple months down there and I was looking at some business stuff or whatever, horrible idea. But I was asking people like, uh, you know, stuff and they're like, yeah, we there's more carjackings now. It's more violent because we, we and I was like, oh, that's yeah, interesting. Like, yeah, we see it on the the Facebook now. And I was like, huh, well, uh, how long have you had Facebook? Like, yeah, about a a year. (laughs) You know, it's like, no, the idea that Guatemala got exponentially more dangerous between, you know, 2010 and 2013. I don't know. Maybe it did, but they were super, they were hyper aware of it, you know. and, And I didn't see anything. You know, I saw a lot of, you know, I felt safe the whole time I was there. Yeah. Um, so people are weak. We're disconnected from the physical world. I mean, we all know it. It's like we grew up playing video games, but that shit is just like, whoa, like gone way overboard. Now, you know, I didn't have a cell phone until they marched us down first week of college the year before we were a year, year, two year four year. Maybe but, um, the,
0: maybe the positive here is that this is a wake up call and people start tempering themselves outside of what we did. Yeah. I would not change, I would not change, like, I was kinda looking for that stuff, I kinda knew what was going on, but I wouldn't change what I went through in Spider-D for the world. Maybe one or two things, but that, it taught me a lot yeah. of lessons. Like the, even, if you on the outside looking in, as stupid as you may have thought it was, inside looking out, it was, it needed to be done, right? Cause it built a me, it, it, it re-established, it built levels of character that I already had, but it kinda reinforced that because there wasn't no, oh, there was no quit, right? And everybody that we went through in Spider-D back at like I don't know what it is now. Like I talked with Ellis and it's it's totally changed and it's not what it was and they've they've basically given away the history. And that was the to me, that was the best thing that you guys could have done is that we had gone through and like met with Spider-D guys that were back from the past and the history and you guys made an homage to what Spider-D used to be and we forget those things. We don't do those things anymore. And you're right. We're totally weak. And hopefully this is a wake up call because maybe this is a fucked up thing to say. Fucking, you can stop listening to the podcast now if you want to. Maybe we need a call. Cu- maybe we need a culling. Like maybe this one to three percent should jump up to twenty and be the bubonic plague, and actually we should hunker down and do whatever. But for a oh, one to shit. one per three percent kill, is we should not be doing what we're fucking doing, which is. Nuts! Like how are March sixteenth, March twenty third, March twenty second, whatever day you want to call it, whatever you want to say, the American way of life is to me is gone. Like it's we just pawned it away. Like we gave it away. We're doing Andrew Andrew <laughs> Yang bullshit. Think we like the guy that did not get elected. He's number <laughs> he's number six in the Democratic Party. They are in like they're they're doing his thing, right? They're giving one thousand or two thousand dollars to people. Yeah, you had a business. What was your business? Like, what business that got killed, or what business got smoked recently?
1: Well, you know, I'll be fine. Eventually, we'll figure this out. But yes, I mean, I have a camping business. It's a boys called you know Squad Sticks, Squad STX, boys camping, and this would be year number three, and we were set, we were set to you know mainly the summer. But I had the first uh, father and son session testing that out this spring when we had that. I'm supposed to be in the woods like right now <laughs> doing yeah. that. So that session, you know, as soon as the national emergency was declared, the cancellations started coming in. You know, they were, uh, and some of the dads had the manly to call, but, you know, they're like their wives talked them out of it. Um, one of them was, was saying, I like, yeah. And, you know, and right now we're sort of, and then the summer ones all came to a grinding halt. No one, you know, up to that we had, uh, we were starting to rear up about 16% filled up for the summer on a good glide slope, as they say, and uh, it just came to came to a halt. Now, luckily, no one has said that, okay, I want my bunny back, and, you know, in, instead they have, you know, said, hey, we'll wait this out. I think everyone's kind of impression that, hey, we're going to have to wait till April and see what the heck's going on. You know, that's what everybody seems to be like. You know, so I can't sit here and say the government made them do this, I'm just saying, like, the government has created a fucking stampede. Like, I thought you weren't allowed to go into a fucking theater and yell fire. But apparently they've done that and then, like, locked the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as everyone else is saying. You know, so, it, it, you know, and, and it wasn't the free market telling the university student that, you know, bailed on one. Because also, the other part of my income and, you know, things we do is manage property I've Three rentals, and one of them, you know, right next to the school here, essentially a boarding house that I, you know, manage with my wife. It's a great, hopefully, a good. Yes, I think it's a you know, still, you know, it's a solid thing to have here. But it's like when your main tenant has to bail from his lease because, you know, what he's from Israel and he's a professional musician, and his school is now just online. He can't even go to the campus, he can't meet with his, his this guy he's studying under, and he can't gig around town anymore because everything's shut up. He's like, All right, so I, I find emergency flight back to Israel. <laughs> I can't even really blame him um, and so like that's that's not a free market decision and this is based I know it's a private school but TCU I mean I think you know I think there's I mean I think actually the governor basically has banned anything and he's sort of meeting with hell I don't know what it's done to now I think it was uh, 500 people was banned or maybe even less than that, 100 and it's talked who knows what the hell is going to basically everything shuttered up yeah um so, I mean, the government, and obviously, I mean, I'm, I hate to say it, it's like Trump created that. He allowed that to happen. Yep. I hate, I don't know what the answer is. Like, like, will fall, like, what the fuck, dude? Am I going to vote for someone else? I mean, probably not. I mean, fuck. I mean, nope. I, I think a bigger disaster would be if he wasn't reelected. But it's like, I can't, you can't just sit here and pretend that, oh, that, you know, glad we did that, you know? It's like, no, <laughs> this is horrible. No, that's not the way to build it, you know? Take all those trillions. Think about if they had spent a trillion dollars, Seth, on just, trying to seek out who are the vulnerable people put a cop next to each one of them i mean literally that would cost like probably a quarter
0: of that <laughs> okay you, um, no no but can you inject like can you inject a trillion dollars of fiat money into the currency or into the economy
2: without sure having you drastic
1: can. but <laughs> Sure you can. You just don't know where the fuck it's going to go. Oh, it's, they will do that. They will absolutely do that. Of course they can. Yeah. But it's not going to play out. It's not going to work the way it's supposed to, you no. know. And, I mean, of course people are going to do what they want. I've already filed my shit with the state like three days ago. I followed Mark Cuban on LinkedIn. I am just watching all the fucking shit <laughs> I agree with. He's, You know, it's like he's submitting. He's like a great source of information and yep. all that stuff, even though I think he's an idiot. Um, and he was like, hey, Texas business owners, make sure here's your forms. Texas is already rounding up stuff. For, and it's a, instead of credit, it's a simple form, you know, essentially like, hey, name a business, your details, and what you made, what revenue you got last year, what you're looking at right now given the circumstance. And uh, that was, a, you know. It's pretty straightforward but they'll then submit the they'll round they'll be in the process of collecting these and submitting them, I guess, up to up the chain, so to speak, the federal level since things have been national you know, this is becoming a national sort of package. So who the fuck knows though? You know, obviously if you're Boeing or you're American Airlines, I think people get it. Yes, those companies will be fixed. But, you know, the big question is all the small businesses. And I'm just, I'm just a very small example. I you know there's other people that are laid up way worse. I mean if you're running some outlet store in arkansas out on you know on the fringes of the walmart empire that you're sort of the hoovering up and selling stuff and you you got a nice little family business and you need to employ maybe five people and sometimes you max out to ten people during surges and now you're just fucking everything is shut down like you know like a buddy of mine i mean he's basically facing the the business going out you know people have rents to pay you know and all this stuff and i get it people prepare and that's why you hunker down but it's like I mostly and people in my circle are mostly people like me. but Yes, I will be fine even if I lose everything this year from my profits. I I will fucking get through this. You hate to, and it's like luckily the fucking crown is allowing me to not take a ten percent tax hit now if I pull from my IRA. Like thank you for allowing me to take my money back. But you know that's why you plan. But and so and so a lot of people I know that are getting hit. It's like they're not going to die. But it's like, think about, I'm 40 years old almost. Like, think about if you're fucking 20 or you're 25 or you're working your way up. And Like, there's weight stamp over here laid the fuck off, like, sitting around at their bar. Like, you know, I get it. Like, life's brutal. But it's like, what? We just did this on purpose.
0: Like, so
1: unnecessary.
0: We shot ourselves in the face. Like,
1: you're actually... And it just goes back to, it's like, how? Am I the only one? It's like, obviously, it's got to be worth it to so many people. But it's like, no, you can just watch National Geographic documentary remind yourself like we're animals. It's a herd. Sorry. You know, that's the reality. And it just goes back to, I guess what you said we talked about last year, that there's this beacon shooting out these pulsating things in our phones 24 seven called the media. And I know what drives the left. Like they will go hysterical and laser in on a message, whatever the fuck I get. I don't have to reinvent the wheel to understand why they're handling this and they're responsible. I, I don't, I understand that. The right is the question. It's like, what the fuck? Once, like Fox News, came all it's like, now it's monolithic. And so to me, the Steve, Steve Bannon slash Raheem Kassam, that is the 80 20 rule in that. Like, they have whipped up this fucking podcast. And so now we have this, like, all encompassing tower of media propagated yes, there is a panic. I mean, yes, there is a fucking uh, emergency. No, you cannot compare it to the flu yes, it will overwhelm the system. It's <laughs> like, no. Uh, anyway, um, so, so that, that so all that is to say, like the economic stuff, whatever. It's sobering to sit there and write on your Excel spreadsheet cash flow deal, you know, change some numbers by 30,000, you know, and all this stuff, and you get over it. And, and obviously everyone's, you know, retirement funds. I mean, I mean everyone's seeing that. Um, but, you know, you can get over that. But for me, it's like, I, I'm having a harder time accepting this idea of, I guess, we're in a, you want to talk about post-truth. Well, fuck, what do you call this then? Because, I mean, this is like, I guess, you know, new, you know, welcome to brainwashing world. I mean, so I, the assault on truth to me is very un, unsettling. I think and it's, it's not just, sorry,
0: I think but it's but everything. Also,
1: you know, back to the work, the work thing, there's just one last point, though. Yeah, is, please go. Uh, even the white collar stuff is starting to come in, because even, you know, I'm also starting up a band and. Where we play it, one of the bandmates, he was—he just started renting out one of his rooms, Airbnb, you know, another little side business. Everyone you was know, hustling, trying to make money. Well, he, that dude, he's a civil engineer, and from Arkansas, a older than us, and helping run a upstart civil engineering firm over here, doing some building, you know, buildings and shit. Uh, and he and we had a sort of discussion right when they sit. We we went over it's like fuck it, so everyone was pissed. We can't work, and we went over and jam. And we were anyway. He, he, this gentleman. That's in here on the during the week uh, uh, on Airbnb. He was kind of on the hey, I get Charles' point. This is bad, but you know we got to see, and it could be dangerous. And just looking at him, I can tell he's probably at risk too. I mean, yeah. And uh, but then come to find out now, you know, a couple of days later, Nick, my bandmate, telling me like, yeah, he uh, he had to cancel his uh, lease, his Airbnb contract, his uh, his company, the project, start <laughs> everything's at a halt. So it's like slowly trickling in. I think to a lot of other areas. Oil and gas is also fucking hemorrhaging. Yep. I have a lot of friends down from Houston. Yep. I and mean, that's a fucking carnage, too, and of its own self. I mean, and, and then on top of that, they, they all they can't work. So it's, it's like, geez.
0: What instrument Someone do you play? There. <laughs> what instrument do you play? I play guitar. Ah, with bass or
1: what? Uh, with, with bass. Well, we have a bassist and a drummer and uh yeah and we try to sing <laughs> so we're, we're just starting out we're getting our sound. like a bunch of old sort of old rock blues led zeppelin black keys nirvana
0: so that kind of stuff yeah i don't think you can discount the economic piece i don't think you can discount the truth piece i don't think you can discount anything i think that all the decks are starting to stack this is like the perfect storm I've never seen anything like this. You could probably equate this to the Cold War where we're outside and doing whatever, but the Cold War never locked up the entire economy or the entire people for 1% one, one to 3%. Um, what it, like, well, the
1: massive difference, Seth, to me, the thing that's thing making so – I think some people freak out is because it's not real, Seth. Oh, like, 100 You that that was real. Like There were nukes involved. Like, we know. We yeah. did see the explosions. Like We knew it was real. That was what made it so terrifying. And when you have true crisis, you know, maybe that is when maybe better leadership emerges, but when you have fake crisis, you know, this is, I guess it's going to produce fake leadership, right? If there is no crisis, like you can't even see it. Where are the human interest stories of the fucking 40 year old that was running around mowing his yard up to a week ago and now is on his deathbed, you know, after a couple of weeks. You know, I guess they're going to try to make some of that. Like you said, one of these guys who got back to Disney World, and it's like, no, read the story. Like, the guy was fucking sick <laughs> all this stuff. You know, people do, fly, do, people do die of the flu. You, you can't see a 30-year-old in an ICU unit from the flu. You know, this does happen, you know. So.
0: But the, the, the 34-year-old thing is a, a primary example. Well, I'm talking about stacking the deck. You talked about there's lack of pre- principled leadership. Yes, we loved the fact that Trump would call the media out, and he was just kind of like a "fuck you" to the establishment type thing. But this was this was a moment when you would you didn't you didn't want to cede control to the CDC and Fauci to just let Fauci be the president or the king of the United States and actually make a call that maybe 51% of the people didn't agree with. The most startling thing I saw. Was that Trump has a 55% approval rate for how he's handling the COVID virus, and isn't that convenient that he typically had a 43 to 45% approval rating for what he did normally, and now he switched, he literally switched to the Democratic side and did what a Democrat would do. Basically, those are his principles. He, he did that, and now he has a 55% approval rating on what he did with the COVID. He, like, I am fucking yeah. boggled.
1: Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really holding my breath at this. Is- I think people forget about it because it's going to be a, it's a boring crisis, too. It's not only not real, it's boring. And so it's going to quickly become discussions about the economic malaise and how to fix all that. And, you know, we're kidding ourselves if we're not thinking Democrats will be back in this to when, it, you know, come October. Why so does I the media... We'll see. Maybe not. But it's not a real crisis. It's like the, un- the unemployment is real. Why does the media you know, get so our, much... Go ahead.
0: Why does the media get so much fucking credit for doing uh uh Russia gate, Ukraine gate, uh Kavanaugh, all this bullshit and then are we just bored? Like do we are we just looking for a fucking crisis and then they put, like they just start playing this, this COVID thing and everything of fucking
1: are... Of course people are bored. So I mean, yes, they're bored. People search for meaning. I know I have a crisis, I have meaning, so if I am... I mean, I would believe there's probably a strong correlation between people whose income aren't affected right now and people who are on board with this. So, the people in the news that we're bitching about, they're all profiting. Like, if you're a Facebooker or a YouTuber or a news person, like, their shit's not impacted. I guess eventually if advertising... But and people still have to advertise. And so the underlying companies that advertise eventually, I guess, if they start cratering, but that'll be a while because those are corporations that pay their advertising spots on those shows. So their business model is like 100% intact fact and in thriving. So there's inherent conflict of interest, interest all around that explains the media. Like it's not a conspiracy. I mean, it's, it's just you can look at it. This shit's in your face. All like, the time. You know, I hate conspiracy theories. It's, it's not a conspiracy theory. It just is what it is. People are bored. Most of our needs are met, you know. Maslow hierarchy of needs. Next thing, you, yeah, when all your needs are met, you need meaning. That's hard to get. So we turn on TVs and we find meanings and whatever. If it's, I can find meaning in a Greta Thunberg, because she represents what I feel about the climate and makes you fucking feel good, or I can represent, or I can, you know, rec, you know, it, it's fucking insane.
0: Yeah, they're doing but back to Trump. Go back
1: ahead. to Trump, and I don't know if I, what even you know. There are people saying that I respect in terms of civil liberties that are just, that is their thing. Is they look to it and they go, well, he has just created a cult of personality where the CDC for the past three years was never in a position to even remotely try to do anything, uh, remotely innovate. Like the idea that we don't have testing kits over CBC right now, as opposed to, he's talking about we, that we did 10 years ago. He said quickly within all that, you could go get tested at CDC. He was making an argument that we actually handled. this I think anything's more libertarian than this, but he was saying it was much, much more libertarian back then handling it. And so the cult Trump has created a cult person. And so that's where I guess there's a point there. I guess you can – he's basically saying Trump had scared anyone to even thinking that they could do anything without his blessing. I just don't I – don't, I don't know if that's right either. Because
0: I don't buy that.
1: I see, plenty, I, don't see, I see plenty of people in agencies kick back. And so I just see more – it's just more government inertia. Government just in that time. It's just gotten that much more worse.
0: Yeah, I don't buy um, that. I don't buy that. I think government is not never the answer. I think it's just a pe- bunch of people milling about their lives, living day by day. All of a sudden, this outward yeah. externality comes by, and they're like, oh, government's here. Please save me. And the biggest thing is uh, – the thing that comes to mind is gazelles when there's a lion outside. That's the that's the general tenor. And then the, the word that comes to mind or the thought that comes to mind is that uh, – Rorschach from the watchman you look up you look up and you ask me to save you and I say no the government is not the the best position people to save you they can get together and do great things when it comes to mass things so testing kits and blah 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 is fine but the way it's local and state municipalities are going to solve the problem and Jesus Christ like if you're looking at the stats of this whole thing it's literally the 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 best you can give it is three percent the best. Italy is at eight, eight, eight to eight nine percent. That's just because they have an elderly population. They have comorbidities. But even
1: then, we don't, but even then we don't know the denominator. I mean,
0: yeah, like, get of course, hundred you know, percent. You don't. Just, it's probably times it's ten only, of what it in, is.
1: In, consult, in, in consulting, when I would hand some director a product that wasn't good, you know, he'd look at these data and be like, "It's just the illusion of precision. Like it's meaningless. Like you have there's more, way more context you're leaving out. Get the fuck out of my face." And we, but we see it, and it's in a nice little crayon on the, on the screen or a ch- fancy chart. and It's like, oh, well, you know, it's just an illusion. It's, it's not that precise. You know, it's really not, and these things change. So I get that's, But we're, And then it's like, then you can sit there and talk about it. As, I mean, I'm, you know, it's like I get it. I used not just, I used, like, the best programs they had at the time. tricks and all this stuff. Data is so fucking awesome. There's so much data. Like, we're in a world just swamped with data, but you have to know what the fuck to do with it. You know that's like that's what it's all about, but it's like the more time you even spend talking about it, it's like it's and it's it's beside the point. Like I can prove to you data analytically that you're that you're describing the wrong. Sort of, you're not describing the problem correctly.
0: One hundred percent.
1: But it's like but it's almost like it's beside the point. It's a waste of time because even if it was, you have completely fucking. Oh, you know, this is not the way to go about. It. You don't freak the country out and kill more people. And you know. Little straight up order. I mean, they have governors now ordering, you know, this is where my dad's coming. It's like, hopefully there's going to be a bunch of lawsuits now, but it's these mayors and shit ordering businesses to close. And so I can't, you know, I can't even, we can't even spend so much time about Trump because it's like they're, the rest of the government is just taking, following his lead, I guess. I don't know, but they're, they're just ordering shit that hopefully turns out to be illegal, or at least who knows what illegal means. Like they debated the same shit back in Rome. It's like, whoever just made a little more compelling argument and, exuded the most force, it was in the right place at the right time. I mean, it's kind of what it is. It's just we have cushier lives, and, you know, we're not going to up, pick up a club and an axe. Yeah, that,
0: yet. that's probably the, yell the at that's probably okay. the one fault of capitalism is that it creates people that eventually are soft and they kind of forget where they came from. And now we're getting a taste of what it could be like to be in a third world or a second world country, even though we have electricity or whatever. So we're, we're kind of stepping back from the March 16th, like niceness that we had and people are kind of stepping back and maybe they get their they're steel tempered a little bit but it's like it's this is insanity like this is non-american well
1: yeah i guess and practically speaking i mean it just drives from the point that anyone that has wealth and has a, or, or at least uh potential wealth creating potential and skills is to appreciate those i mean i could sit here and, and do a pity party all day long about whatever's at my business but at the end of the day it's like what the fuck are you gonna do yep Luckily, you know, I've accumulated a lot of skills. I think Spider D, hell yeah, of huh. course. I mean, fuck. I mean, I wouldn't even have succeeded. I think the army, and then I think me being able to be in the army and do well to Spider D. I think all that whole chain to be able to do all this. But it's like a lot of people don't have that, and I'd rather just not have to do it within the structure of a Great Depression either. <laughs> you know, uh, that would be especially if it was unemployable. But yeah, you gotta, you gotta have some skills. And you gotta go figure out what the hell's going on. Obviously, people are looking at the life, you know, the nature of everything being, you know, digital. Obviously, I mean, that's just like it's like a no-brainer. I'm lucky that my business can just live on. I mean, I don't have a score some billionaire out there created a fuck. You know, I use Wix.com. I mean, I assume there's some billionaire associated with that or whatever. Multi multi millionaires are like, thank God for them because they allow me to now do this. But you still have to have the skills to know what you're doing. You know, if that platform went tits up, I could go. I know I know the skills to go build another website, sort of, if you have to, and, and take advantage of these technologies, but, it's like, you can't, like, there is a physical world. that You can't just, like, lose sight. It's like Peter Thiel talks about, there's been all this progress in the world of, of bits, but, like, the world of atoms, I'm sorry, there ain't, like, been a whole lot of progress. Like, if you if you drop someone from the 1970s into our world, aside from a lot of style and fashion, like, you know, he'd find his way around. He'd be no problem. <laughs> um
0: Except for the but cell phone the, bullshit, the
1: people living, the people driving this hysteria, to so sort of put a bow on this, is the people living in that hysteria represent that obviously very extremely. They all live very digitalized. I mean, they are, they represent the, the epitome of that. They are sort of digital. Um, they are called. There's sort of, I heard. This uh, I think a Harvard dude professor uh, called them the uh, the nomadic elite. So they're nomads. They can, you know, work, you know, I'm a citizen of the world. You know, they can pick up whatever, the guess why, whatever. You can work from anywhere. And, you know, nomadic elites, and they're also elite, right, in the sense that they're obviously controlling the narrative. You know, obviously, I think, you know, Anderson Cooper or Rachel Maddow or um, Jesse Waters, even know, that degree. I mean, they're a very elite set of people that are dominating public discourse. Yep. And they're basically nomadic. And his whole point was, That is a huge, huge change from history. Normally, up till the industrial, up till this really not too long ago, I don't know exactly, generation or two or something, uh, the idea of being nomadic and elite at the same time is an oxymoron. You know, you have to be planted in a place to be the elite in there. You know, you don't become the elite ruler in some European country from being nomadic. I mean, I guess there are examples of some kings that had some. Straddling kingdoms that never worked out for them, right? <laughs> they yeah. didn't actually persist. So, but now it's like you can sort of be elite and very nomadic, you know. And maybe go philosophical, but I mean, I'm like, just saying there there are things explained. It's not like, oh my God, it's <laughs> this happened, you know? it's Like, yeah, there are fucking some weirdos that control like basically the public discourse and very elite and all the channels to do so. And I guess we're fucking so fucking weak that we just buy off on their bullshit. <laughs> I, I I don't just dis- because it's like you know and the only reason we're saying this and I'm on the phone with you in Germany it's like because it's like time out, it's like because this isn't a fucking emergency. <laughs> no. These things kill people already. Yes. There are other coronaviruses. Yes. This is not the first one. <laughs> I
0: agree. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. Man. So all right, uh, fucking. You hit the head. You hit the nail on the head. Like I agree with ninety thousand percent of the things you're saying, and by ninety percent of thousand percent, I mean ninety-nine percent. I literally have minimal disagreements with what's going on. But um, we talked about the media. We talked about basically everything that's going on. Um, my big concern is the economy. Like we didn't hit this uh, hard enough. I'm truly concerned that we burned our bullets in two thousand eight. With quantitative easing and I sat here and I talked with uh, a group of people that I worked with went back and said hey let's trade stocks or do whatever the case is and they started talking and I couldn't help the fact that I had to talk and I kind of derailed the conversation about stock trading to hey we're fucked like we're doing the same shit we did in 2008 and uh, for some reason the Fed dropped the interest rate from 1.25 to zero and we've releasing 1 trillion dollars into the economy for no reason whatsoever and it's a self-inflicted gunshot wound um you talked about small business stuff that's going on um it's a huge concern for me what are your thoughts on like i've the, the america to me has changed based on this whole thing but what are your thoughts on how's this going to go is this going to work is it not going to work Do you think we're going to be able to hide this $1 trillion in bonds? Um, Are we going to be okay? Like, is China going to fucking roll up and be the super cool guys? And are we going to go to war with China? Are we going to have a media war? Are we going to have an economic war with them? Like, what?
1: Well, it would be interesting if this triggered the new opium war with them. And we did go to war with them in a year or two from now. I mean, that's always an option. I mean, are always a possibility. I mean, we have armed fleets over there. God knows what weapon. I mean, it's and that's always a possibility. Um, but the economy, I think all, I think many things can be true at once. It's not very binary. It's like you have to remember, as they people say, this isn't just me renting, It's it's a lot of in, inequality in the economy, right? Some businesses are booming. I mean, my buddy, old company commander, buddy of mine from uh, Germany, we were stationed together in Iraq and everything. Um, this company's killing it because they're a startup in Austin that they do alert messages companies companies buy their sort of product or service from them to then to send out text messages to their employees so you can imagine how useful that is right now <laughs> um and it's all managing you know, so they're crushing it uh costco is crushing it walmart is crushing it and grocery stores are crushing it you know so it's a, and, a, and i think a lot in it and then that's a sort of a corporation level so it's like it's going to be very unequal um, but what
0: is that five five to ten percent of the economy it's a service economy. There's no restaurants. There's they're doing shipping. They're doing groceries, but there's there's no trading. Right. The,
1: so, the, yeah, so, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. So that's the point. <clears throat> Some of them won't. Yeah. Restaurants are getting crazy. you know. So there are other ones that won't be, and, I get, and they're talking about economic stimulus to them. But I mean, it's like, does anyone believe that's? I mean, it's not, you know, that's not going to fix things very much. But but anyway, to to go back to the thing, it's like. Um, I think it's very unequal at the, at, the corp, at the corporation level. It's going to be very, you know, just what you expect. It's going to be very unequal. And we're just going to fix it with massive whatever, just a huge, you know, obviously, you know, the theory is that eventually leads to inflation, but who knows? We'll see. They said that after '08, and things didn't inflate. So I think, but so that's at a company level. Who knows? I think there's going to be people, corporations that will profit and ones that won't. And maybe the ones that go under, those people in corporate America slowly migrate over to the successful ones in corporate America. So I don't know. It could be. It could be fine over uh, the long run. Um, to be the. You know, but but it's like we're creating in the meantime. Though it's it's very it's, it's very segmented because some will because then the bodies because you can't talk about the economic without talking about the bodies. Like the bodies will fall through the cracks. are you know, other people that are not going to be a part of that. And whatever I guess normally I'm not. I don't live my life always just worrying about those people. I'm just saying, we are freaking out on a tiny fraction of a population data set. And I'm supposed to ignore, like, I do have a brain. I realize that there are these other humans out there, too, that are part of the economy <laughs> that are not all this exasperic stuff we're talking about in the abstract. Like, there are bodies involved. Did, like, not everyone will make that switch over to the corporate. You know, everything's talking about whatever changing. To yeah, be, I get it. To in be the honest. long run, yeah, I totally get it. I fucking studied economics formally. I get it. GDP will eventually go back up. But it's like, you got to segment the data.
0: To be honest. Everybody
1: just forget about, you know, the Gini coefficient of inequality and all this stuff. That used to be sort of a big discussion. So, I mean, obviously, people are going to get crushed. At the corporation level, it'll be very unequal, and it'll just, you know, some people will be fine, whatever. It's fine, whatever. But then also, it's the people that aren't even sort of a part of that. They're sort of on the side, like the investor class you know, like the, the top 1% of America, they're not in corporate America. <laughs> they own chunks of it and they have their own things. But, you know, so that individual, like the wealth, a lot of wealthy people, I would imagine, they'll be fine, you know, and they're even very influential. So there's a lot of conflict of interest involved, right? You know, Why Why would they be disrupted? Even if their portfolios went down 30%, which they probably didn't because they have, you know...
0: Oh, no, everybody everybody got crushed ex- except for the, the senators that inside had traded and dropped their shit and got all their <laughs> yeah. money. Those motherfuckers. Exactly. But the... To be honest, it's I'm, – I'm not talking about the 1% to 3% of people that are going to die from the coronavirus now. It's at the, the complete halt of the economy and the injection of $1 trillion of – it's $250 billion at least at a minimum of
1: handheld yeah, so currency. Yeah, generally the thing is people freak yeah, – generally the people freak out because they say, what are you doing? We're printing the money, and it's going to cause inflation. I don't know, Seth. I hear all that, but that's what they said in a way too. And it's
0: so the difference been that
1: inflationary since then.
0: So the and difference so the reason is
1: is the reason is because our dollar's so cheap, despite all this shit, like our dollar is so cheap. You know, people around the world still look to us as you know, it's backed by tax, but we have the ability to tax. And so I mean, we have like, you know, collateral. <laughs> we have the best collateral in the world, like the American tax
0: base. So but will so they now? I
1: get it. That's the argument that it's pumping in a trillion and a half dollars. I guess correct me if I'm wrong, I mean you're sort of suggesting that would be bad for our budget and thing, deficit and things like that, right? Is that right?
0: No, but it's the it's the it's it the thought. It's the it may, it may not be. You may be right. Um, the difference between two thousand eight and two thousand twenty is that in 2008, all the money was hidden. All the all the bonds and the buyouts and everything were hidden away from the economy. Now we're issuing 25-year, 10-year, 50-year bonds is at least what they're floating. Who's going to buy that shit? You have to back the currency up with something, and the the, gig, the jig is up, right? So who's going to buy money when nobody well, they're can buy buying, anything?
1: Saying, I, believe they're, I believe the federal government is the one buying the bonds. That's the whole point, right? I mean it's called – they're repurchasing the bonds that are already out there. And so what that does is that drives up the price, right, of the bond. And inversely, the interest rate of the, or the yield of that bond goes down. It's, it's just That's how it works. You drive up the price, and inversely, the rate, the, the effective yield on that goes down. And so if you're an investor and you go, wow, the yield on bonds is going down, you're now more incentivized to go buy stock. That's sort of the whole point. Now, how effective and all these other variables, it's like that's how they have a a lot of people that research that shit for a living but the, 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 but the main point is when they're doing this it's, it's a movement to get stocks more attractive it's basically companies more attractive than government paper i, I and so agree who knows man and i'm not saying who knows who knows it'll work it might work because if you don't think it's work if you don't think that's going to work seth then you're betting against a lot of smart people that have a lot of interest in making it work yeah so that's also another reason i think it'll work i'm saying it still doesn't mean that the, like you will still for a lot the economy is not one thing. like part, so it just means like which chunks of the economy and which bodies are getting fucked? That's you know that to me is what is you know so so anyway, I don't know the one point five trillion, who knows it's going a lot of that goes to some companies. it goes to you know some of it, I guess is to banks so they can loan out yep. to, to companies. So if you're a big if you're a big car dealership like Toyota and you're struggling like now they won't uh, in theory, I guess you know maybe have access to better loans. Also, SBA—they're saying, "Hey, something like you, Dustin, will give you a cheap loan." I'm like, "Do you really think?" Like, small businesses already have loans. (laughs) You already have my own shit dealing with. So, I don't know. It's going to be very mixed, mixed salad, uh, tossed salad, how it works. So, in the the day, stocks will go up. I mean, you know, the the companies will exist, and you know, you can you you will find a way to say that the economy is working, even though it's not.
0: I think that I I think you without even knowing it, you hit a couple points on the head, I think the economy is going to go back up again. I had a conversation with somebody else uh, today that I think it's going to drop down, the Dow Jones will drop down to 15 or 16. It's my guess. And then it'll shoot back up. Um, But when the government buys bonds, they're just paying them to themselves. So if the United States government is doing that whole thing, and they're buying their own bonds, and nobody else wants to pull money out, because the bond yield is so low, and they're not going to they're not gonna put that money in there, and they're just kind of skittish and they don't trust the government, which is kind of what's going on. put it in on. where.
1: Put it in where. Uh,
0: and then, uh, if you buy bonds, that's the safe money, right? So the the money's the going down. Is
1: the one buying the bonds.
0: Yes. Well, the right. the government issues the bonds well, to get cash to inflow. Well, on what's going on. out. You got
1: to think of it. You got to just think of it. Uh, think of whatever you want. The way I think of it is, those things are already out there, and obviously they're creating new stuff, but that stuff's already. Mm-hmm. In the bond world, they are making purchases, and there's a wide range of things they do, and I don't even pretend to know it, but, but at the end of the day, they are purchasing bonds. Bonds that are out there or whatever are being created and put on someone's balance sheet, and then per- but they're purchasing them, okay? People are getting paid money from our government to release their bond. Now, that drives up the price, and it lowers the yield and becomes a less attractive investment vehicle for whatever reason. Maybe some people want that. Obviously, there's always going to be a case to have a diversified portfolio, but in general, always being equal, it makes a stock more attractive. So that's yeah. what they're doing, and that's always going on. It's even before this, this is going on. People were talking about, you know, the Fed's balance sheet was at $1 trillion in 08, and it jumped up to, what, like $4 trillion. Because of the QE, that, that's what that is. It's when we say QE, that's what happened. They go, okay, here, bank, uh, here's the fucking, yeah. I created some one and a bunch of zeros on your balance sheet, and now I, I bought that bond from you, <laughs> you know, that's when they say the money was created. That's basically how it works. Yep. But then it went from one to four really quick. And now the past year, a lot of people have been talking about, Oh, they're doing the, it's, it's QE again, but they're calling it repo repurchase. And it's like, yeah, both sides are true. It sort of is different, but it also is sort of the same. And you go, ah, they're, they're growing it again, but you, but I'm like, and other people, not just maybe the stuff I read that makes sense. It's like hey, timeout. Um, That's how the system is designed to work, because how do you think it got from zero to one trillion in the first place? That's what they do. They buy these things, and we can bitch about it, but that seems to be like the fucking thing that, you know, it certainly produced a lot of good shit around I don't disagree. I'm not
0: not disagreeing, but how long until – the problem with all this bond buying and everything is when external – um, the one thing I point to is, so there's Social Security, Social Security, Medicaid, China, and Japan, right? So Social Security and Medicaid, they own bonds, and then you have China and Japan who own about $3 trillion worth of debt. If China and Japan call in their debts, we don't have $3 trillion worth of liquidity to pay them, Um
1: I don't know if it works that way, though. Uh, I don't know. But when you explain, you say that one more time.
0: Okay? So yeah, the, the debt, the 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 debt, the true debts that will be paid, right? Social Security and Medicaid. So you have to pay out Social Security. You got to pay out Medicaid. So those are the those are the bonds that they buy or trade against. Though. Yeah, you can. Yeah, okay, I'm sure you yeah. can. You can play that. Uh, but then you have Japan and you have China. So. I think China's game, if I, if, if I were China. Look, I, if,
1: a, the, way I, the way I look at it, I don't know if they can just, they can't do that necessarily. That, 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 that's, it's a slow process, and China already is doing I think China, as of a couple of years ago, if I'm mistaken, is already not even the largest bondholder of us anymore. But they can't, you can't just sell everything overnight because then, like, the price goes down, then you're not getting, you know, you're, you're, so it's a, it's a tough, it's a long ball game. It's a lot of shit going on. But the way I look at it, in just rough, rough sense, that can make sense for me as a business owner. and... And, or you could look at it if you work for a corporation is what is the amount of interest we're paying on the budget? You know, I don't, it's not a little, but it's also not bankrupting us. I can't, You know, maybe you know, but it's, it's somewhere between five and 15. I think if it's close to 15, it's pretty fucking high.
0: It's pretty it's embarrassing. To, but at the end of the day,
1: you have to put things in relation. Like, um, as long as you can make those interest payments, and we seem to be the ones able to have lower rates, uh, you know, pr- pretty low rates. And so much stuff, and I don't want to pretend to be American. I'm just, I'm just saying... When you look at it that way, it's like, okay, you know, corporations, they all carry debt. That's just the way we are a debt-driven society, and that—and uh, there's a lot of things you can say about that. It's also worked a lot and versus the cash-only one or whatever accrual-based accounting. Um, and so I don't think that is the thing, and I in the, in the whole point of all this is, you know, I don't think that is the thing that's going to bring us to our knees. I think it's, it's more of the, the socialism shit. It's like when you start or fascism, when you start taking over industries and directing what you can do and telling, you know, hospitals how to be run because of all this, I and mean, you can use your imagination. You can think of all the ways the government connects to intervening in businesses. That's where the fucking damage occurs. You know, I don't, you know, the way we handle our fucking abstract idea of money you know, that a lot of other people bigger than us have a lot of interest in keeping working. That's not going to, that's not the thing that's going to fuck us up. <laughs> it's, it's it's, oh, it's, it's, it's human bodies at the end of the day. It's like, man, shit changed my work big time since last year and all, you know, or, you know, laid off immediately and all kinds of these other things we're going to be hearing about. Um, so I don't know. I know your point was like what's going on with the economy. it just, it just depends. It's like what do you mean at this point, you know? So how, like a lot of vectors are going off. hundred percent.
0: A lot of vectors are going on, but how do you press pause for thirty days on a three trillion dollar economy? Right. What's what are the what are the second know, and third order effects of the economy? Like I'm like it really bothers me that this is like I'm that's, well, that's people are already pointing I'm, out
1: like twenty million people are already pointing out twenty million uh jobless claims estimated or something, like... Two million.
0: At least two How million. Much? At least two million. At least two million. Two million, okay,
1: 20 million might be too high. I don't know. Yeah, but, that's right, 2, two million.
0: Yeah, they're saying that uh, the jobs... Uh, the Trump administration told the Department of Labor not to report the jobs reports because it would spook mm. the economy even more and drop our 19K to even further. <laughs> so... Well,
1: who knows at this point, right?
0: Self-inflicted gunshot wound for no fucking reason whatsoever. All right, let's go back to it. All this media stuff, all this media stuff with the Chinese Wuhan, whatever the fuck flu, and the the media pointing at the fact that you can't call it the Chinese flu anymore, even though the 1918 H1N1 was a Spanish flu, you got the Zika virus, you got the West Nile fucking flu, whatever the fuck is. Is that really what we should be paying attention to, or like?
1: Oh God, no! I mean, I've been i have it now. I just call it the Corona when I'm typing on Facebook. Yeah, just habit, and uh, or Wu Tang, whatever. Yeah. No, it's like obvious. Uh, if it was from Austin, we'd be calling it the Austin flu. Yep. Or the Texas flu. But to me, it's like I don't really give a shit anymore because I don't really care what the fuck name you call it. I, I get it. I and this goes back to I understand what explains the left hysteria. Hopefully, now after three years. More people do. I, I think and a lot of people do now. I feel like we're past the Ben Shapiro days. Like, oh, my God, he really owned that lib on explaining the change. Yeah, I agree completely. Great. Great job, man. Great job. But, like, there are bigger shit at stake. And, like, it's not a parlor game, all these discussions, you know. Uh, they, this school, like, this whole fucking community just shut the fuck down, I'm looking at. Like, people, everything's shuttered up. I, I live right next to a fucking university. Like, that's insane. You know, so we're, we're, we're a little beyond, we're beyond, you know, what name to fucking call it. And I understand what explains their hysteria. I thought to me, it's like the past week or two weeks I've been trying to sort of figure out the rights hysteria. And then it's like, it's, you know, obvious. very quickly, it's like, of course, you know, the war room, impeachment, banning, just driving this shit. Seven days a week, three hours a day. Now it's two days a week. I mean, now it's two times a day. Biggest history, biggest story in human history, you know, he's been saying. And then all it took was, you know, it really goes to show Fox was the only, of the mainstream stuff, Fox, it's no joke, and they said it was the only one out there, like it really was, because once it folded, now it's like all of them are in lockstep, you know, they're all doing like, where they, they sit, a, they're not sitting all at the same desk anymore, it'll be like two people sitting ten feet apart, and two people in another studio, and they have them screened in like a Brady Bunch, you know, opening scene, yep. um, it's like, oh my, so fucking gay, so big, you know, virtue signaling. <laughs> so, it's just like, oh my god, you know, all it took was for Fox to fold. I mean, the Jesse Waters was apologizing this past Monday on the Five. That's when it all flipped, like this Monday, because he came out. That's when they went to the screen, everything, and uh, screen and screen and uh, picture and screen, and whatever. And uh, he was apologizing for his comments, like the previous. He was basically saying, yeah, I was, I was wrong going out last week uh, and from now on, we're, we're taking this serious. you know, just a smile on his face. I'm like, what the fuck? Lecturing us about how unsafe you were? And I don't know. It's just virtue signaling in this world is taking just, it's, it's just so strange. Like, you can't really predict how it's going to go. Um, it's so complex. It's very nuanced. Uh, and and our, it's our culture. It's driving. It's obvious. Like, we're obsessed with TV. And I'm not different. It's like, I, you know, I'm on the phone as much as anybody. Do I use it for my business? But, you know, I do understand there's appropriate times to put it down. I think more than others to put it down. He's like, I, I'm that guy that calls people out when we i like, put the fucking thumb down. Yeah. You know, I'll grab it out of their hand. Um, but anyway, it's just like, we're just, all right, they tell us to freak. Here we go. Yep. And then we export that, you know, because the British and everybody yeah. is downstream from us. I think that Boris Johnson was going the herd immunity route. And then he just, once be caved, you know, we He fucking
0: punted, yeah.
1: And then it's like... <laughs> And then uh, it's like, you're going to get herd unity anyway, man. <laughs> you said, what's, with the, what's with the PC lockdown on talking about it anymore? You're going to get it anyway, man. That's almost you have to apologize for even suggesting that. as, an, as a. It's like my mom intentionally gave us chickenpox when we were kids. Uh, you'd have a chickenpox party when you found out someone in the neighborhood had it. and You just had to send the kid down there so that they don't grow up and have fucking shingles when they're older. I've seen that mm-hmm. shit in my own eyes in a in emergency room. That shit fucking sucks. It's normally someone that never got chicken box as a kid. Uh, it's just like these are things that other people have figured out, man. <laughs> now we're looking to My wife was in the grocery store earlier trying to get some water or buy something and uh I mean we have stuff we need or whatever. I have a lot of stuff just ordered. It comes on Amazon. Like my water delivery was never interrupted. Yep. <laughs> it just kept coming from nesca.com. My toilet up paper comes from Amazon. But at the checkout someone was in the line Oh, they didn't have water, that's what, and the person was bitching to the Kroger, the grocery store person, and she was like, but the CDC, CDC says I need water, and they're like, we don't need <laughs> to put the CDCs in it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you deal with that?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. What
1: do you do for those kind of people?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, what's the number, man? Like... This – 1% is not the number. Like, Italy is 8%. Germany is 0. 002 No, the death rate? Yeah. What's what's the number? We're not
1: going to know, Seth. We're not going to know. That's I'm uh, So I mean, if you're – We consider discuss it. We, we will we'll consider and discuss it, and we should. But, like, you can't know it. So no. for a couple things, We they don't know all the people that had it.
0: Why don't for, they know? Like, why don't they know?
1: Because they're cause we have – we because we know not everybody's tested. They're not tested they don't know. And they're not testing everybody. And the reason they're not testing everybody – is because not everybody even knows they have it,
0: and they don't have enough tests. So if you don't know you have so,
1: it, if you don't know you have it, and you don't get tested, you can't know that you have it. And even if you thought you might have it, here in the states, they're not even allowing you to get tested. Yep, I oh, no. know that they're talking about this. This isn't Stuart making this up. No, like,
0: my mother, my mother had the same no. issue. So,
1: yes. Yeah. So unless you're exhibiting the symptoms, and it's like, and then we also have with in the same press conference, people saying. That people might have it and they don't they're not exhibiting symptoms. So, I mean, I'm sorry Like you don't have to be a math expert to know that that means you do not know the denominator Yep, and when we see these things those are called the, the project what it is set. Those are called models That's what we worked with in consulting. It's all about models when you're the I was a, a fresh, you know Associate consultant there like I was the guy that you get the data model You get all the data put together in a model. It's a fucking model. And you know what models are made on Earth. Assumptions. Off to the left-hand side on any model you open up, it'll be the list of fucking assumptions. It's like the first column normally, and all these things are based on assumptions, like that the 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 rate spread will will maintain, you know, the viral structure of it will maintain whatever or what change whatever they modeled. It's a model, and then are we turning off our brain? Like we know that there's abundant now evidence of all this stuff that come out, that's like a lot of research that can't be duplicated. Tell me you're aware of this. Yeah. Like there's a lot of research that gets published in things like Nature or whatever. Yeah, and there's no, there's management. no,
0: there's no double blind or anything bullshit going on, and that's to me that's the point I'm driving and they,
1: at. And, oh, and they can't replicate them, and they're yes. trying out to do what they can I mean, this exists. They're not like they're not just because you've studied viruses doesn't mean you're now a, like a data analytics expert. That's not how it works. You know, there are people from other disciplines like. They can look, you know, like, and that's, you know, we know this from climate change. That's why, you know, a Wright, you know, God bless a lot of people understand this and they make these and they drive these folks up hard in the climate change domain, which I totally agree with. It's like, hey, these are models based on a lot of assumptions. Climate People that study the climate are not the only fucking people that know how to work with models and data. Like, I'm sorry. And they might have issues with their shit and limitations and blah, blah, blah. There's so many other questions. And now we're doing the same thing with the healthcare people. Just going, oh, well, they modeled it, you know. And yeah. then you know it's like no, let me see. Well, let me see what the data looks like when you remove like eighty year old people that smoke. Let me see what the data looks like when you remove when you remove uh, remove like fucking decrepit socialist single payer ho- hospitals. I <laughs> don't know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, there's so many discrepancies. Like, why are they not dying in mass in, in South Korea again? This is, South Korea is turning out to be more fucking free than we are. But they don't. They're not shutting down their economy.
0: But they don't report on yeah, South they Korea. Tested. They just. They just report the fact that Italy had a 800 die yesterday. Back to the 34 year old guy, they they pointed these the New Jersey family that lost three out of seven. They just pointed those those like uh, flashpoint moments, and they don't they don't pick the broader right. picture. And that's why like and,
1: and they're not a And more importantly than that, back to the data analytics 101. Whenever I'm showing some chart of a well productivity or some kind of banking uh, cost to somebody making a decision. You can't just—it's uh, like we'll show me the relative stuff. Like, what are the what are the competitors doing? Stuff like that. And so that's where the flu—you can't even all those numbers you're talking about for now not allowed to compare that to the flu. It's like I'm sorry, or I guess the other ones either H1N1. Yeah. So I don't know it's like beating a dead horse here, but like people have done that, da- you know data like Hopefully that's not how you—that's not how you operate. You can't put together some business case like that. You know, a marketing case, anything like that's not how it works. You know. <laughs> Not at all but I, so you, you have to you have that we're humans we compare everything to everything we compare ourselves to other humans that's how we give ourselves esteem or whatever and judge ourselves is always in the reference to other people that's i how think we're wired
0: i think beating so this dead
1: reference one illness to another illness
0: i think beating this dead horse is warranted though based on the circumstances going on um yeah 2009 h101 is a primary example of what we're faced with because we're kind of in... We're like stage two of everything. It's going to get worse. More people are going to die. Um, like you said, the denominator's not known. Right. It's probably it's probably 10 times what it is right now. 250,000, it's probably 2.5 million right now. There's just those... 200, 225,000 are not reporting it. What's up?
1: Remember, you could have had it.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I literally think I fucking did. Like, that's my, my thought on this whole thing. Like, I think I had it.
1: Because Germany... If you're in Stuttgart... From what I... I mean, I'm a geography nut. Uh, you're basically, what, one or two mountain passes away from Milan?
0: Oh, dude, uh, the state of Baden-Württemberg is the worst in Germany. And then where I'm at... Right. Uh, the city that I'm right. at has... You're right, you're right in the zone. Oh, you're I'm right in, in... the zone, actually. Yeah. It, uh, Sands, Italy, as, as far as Germany's concerned, I'm in the fucking shit, right? Um, Baden-Württemberg right. is the worst of all the states. Bavaria just locked down. Baden-Württemberg just locked down. And then the city that yeah. I'm in had 67. That means there's probably 700 cases in the city that I'm in. And what's sad... Well,
1: might as well, might as well fucking switch over to communism, right? Yeah,
0: might as well. Like, fucking, let's, <laughs> let's all do it. Like, March, my fucking tune. Never going to come back to the States. I'm going to be stuck here as a fucking German fucking whatever because well, there's, I,
1: well, there's no I forget, thoughts home. Well, uh, another, since we're going down the history thing, it's like, okay, well, Spanish flu's coming up. And I was one of these guys like, hey, Spanish flu, I know that. Sounds scary, right? Um, before I realized that people were even entertaining the idea of going fascist, <laughs> it's like, I, even if you were, like, again, this goes back to this principle, like, even if you were to convince me it was as bad as Spanish food, you don't deal with it by becoming fascist. Yeah. But putting that aside, okay, it's interesting, the Spanish food comparison. And it's like, first of all, uh, again, we probably don't know the denominator. Like, there probably could have been way more people that had it didn't die. And then in terms of it spreading or just being, you know, why was it so impactful? It's like, hello, that was at the end of the Great War. You had all these soldiers on fucking ships. There are people like, it spread that bad, and they didn't have airplanes back then. It's like, yeah, you retard, they had ships. Were you pack in. Have you ever fucking been on a Navy ship? I mean, it's like fucking, <laughs> you know, it's horrible. And they stuffed them in there, and then they're probably immunocompromised, I would, I would suspect. it? I guess. You know, soldiering back then fucking sucked still does, and so you're telling me, and they, you tell know, me, and then they keep them together at containment camps, right? You don't, when you're in the army, you basically, everyone's at camp, they were camp in France, they were at camp, containment camps before they went to France, and then when they got back, so on and so on, they didn't have respirators back then, we didn't have fucking yards probably, we didn't have, you know, there's so many differences, it's like, this is insanity, and it's, people have just gone, they don't, and it's like, then you just listen, like what the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about people that cannot critically think, I mean, I've busted. that. If you're reading something in a newspaper, it doesn't make sense. You go, they're doing repo. I mean, I don't know. i have just been quizzed enough, and I got this smartphone on my phone. I can just Google what is repo and, and remind me. Oh, they're talking about repurchase and, and like yep. learn up on that a, a little on my own, and then and then reengage with the article that's telling me some opinion about it. Uh, you know, or if it's a number that I don't understand. You know, the oil price is, is this. It's like it's uh, changed from this or tariffs. That's a great one. When they repre- um, when they say, oh, well, Trump. Back when it was good Trump, and he would say, oh, the trade deal's unfair. And they go, oh, well, you know, at at 1.7, ours is just slightly lower than the EU's at 2.1. And it's like, okay, I can bust out a calculator and realize that another way to say that is we're about, like, you know, 20% lower or something like that. You know, last time I checked, that's kind of, you know, a significant number. You know, but if you don't but you know if you don't ever get in the habit of pulling something up yourself or thinking about it doing some back of the envelope math every fucking now and then when you're not like With a gun to your head or being paid to just as a you know fun You know, I guess this is the product you just go you know, Here's, here's your opinion. You're ready to receive and here's your received opinion
0: I totally agree <laughs> and So she
1: comes back and so this and then we get in these circles like oh, well, where's a trusted source? Who do you you know who do you fall for new where do you it's like it doesn't matter you should whatever Search for news wherever you can find it, whatever. Just know that like, it's just opinion. Unless they're, they're, they're great. the media is great at pointing technology at something or a people or event or something and converting that into imagery or audio and showing it to you. That is it, that's really all it is. So if they can convert some text into like a, a transcript or they can convert some press conference into video pixels they're now showing up, that's great. That's called information. But, like, when their word, when their mouth is moving, that's not. That's a fucking <laughs> opinion. And you can, like, you can, you can you can think for yourself and think about what you're hearing. So, I don't know. I was just, like, when you're in the military, uh, well, when, when I was an infantry platoon leader in Iraq, do you think I could just tell my soldiers that, hey, man, we're going to go do it? Like, I had to basically pitch to them, <laughs> you know, because these are guys that, like, if you gave them a shitty plan, like, they basically won't do it. You know, you have to like persuade them and convince them. And I'm exaggerating a little bit. Obviously, there's discipline and there's there's stuff. It's like, and they'll work with you and everybody wants to get the mission done. But it's like, no, man, you got to think. You go, what are we doing, sir? Hey, tell me again what you want. Hey, what about this? Let's look at it this way. You know, Um, you can't just go, oh, well, no, guys, the colonel said we're going to. It's like, no, you got to think about it. You got to think because if they want to say we're at war, it's like, well, there are plenty of us that have been to war. If you want to make these life into Everything is life and death now. It's like, well, some of us have made you know decisions to put people in life and death situations, and and this is not how you do it. You don't know, fucking just freak out and shut everything down and come to a halt. You you make it. so uh, uh, <laughs> apparently
0: you do. Apparently that's that that's apparently how do. you do right. Apparently do you,
1: you do. Do
0: you think there's any correlation yeah, between Dr.
1: Fauci, that Dr. Fauci, Dr. Doom? That is son like, of a the, bitch. <laughs>
0: Do you think there's any correlation between California, New York, and Illinois shutting down and they all have Democratic governors? Like, do you think that's correlation or what?
1: And there's probably some causation there, you would think, right? I mean, they are more authoritarian, right? I mean, we fucking have to be reminded of that. I don't, I mean, you know, they are. uh, It's uh, California, New York, and where?
0: uh, Illinois.
1: Oh, Illinois, I hadn't heard Illinois yet. Maryland, that,
0: Maryland uh, as well. Is Hogan – I don't know if Hogan's a Republican or Democrat governor. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I think at this point, though, you know, they're scared. No one wants to be that governor to any death, you know, the media will just blame them for and just yep. chew them up for at this point. So, I mean, I think this thing has taken life of its own. It's hard to now – everything's vectoring off. It's just sort of a runaway train. Everyone – Excuse me, everyone feels an excuse to sort of do whatever, again, because Trump has set the national mood yeah. as national emergency, yep. um, which is a fatal tactical error. <laughs> and, um, you know, so who knows what, you know, what's going on in their head? I think they're very authoritarian, right? Chicago, up there in Illinois. <laughs> of course they are. California, good about it. New York. I mean, Cuomo's on the TV now more than Trump, it seems like. Um, so I don't know. To me, I understand their hysteria. I guess there's, yeah, I, I would say there's correlation, causation, whatever. I understand what it, what is driving them crazy. I can't understand why all the right is buying all this bullshit. Well, like I said, I sort of do. I think it's Steve Bannon and AD20 role. It's <laughs> driving
0: it's a lack it's, of
2: principles. Because remember,
1: when you're hearing impeachment stuff and you hear all these guys like Matt Gaetz and whatever come out, I mean, normally he'd talk about the impeachment, normally there was stuff that he was saying on his show like that week. And then you'd hear it the next couple of days coming out, and that is, you know, the Republicans' narrative. And God bless them. They did was good stuff. But once they started pivoting to the China thing, like, forget about it.
0: Yeah, lack of principle. Like, it's the principled Republicans are now the Antifa. Like, the Antifa is to the left that principled Re- Republicans or principled right are to the right.
1: I think they're just generally clueless. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think they... Obviously, they don't see themselves – obviously, Seth, they don't see themselves as fascist. Uh, I mean, don't. I'm not saying fascist.
0: I'm right. saying the minority, right? The, the extreme minority is now principled people that are balanced budget, um, conservative values, uh, you know, against abortion. Those are the kind of people that are like the 5% of the Republican Party now kind of like antifa right so the, the far left there's five to ten percent of the party that's like you know fucking destroy it all anarchists type thing so you have the so antifa or the anarchists are to the far left as the principled like balanced budget republicans are to the far right and then you have the nazis yeah. the fucking white power people to the far far right of them um yeah so, i mean that, that's kind of what i'm saying yeah. like if you had principled leadership this yeah, would not yeah. be an issue but it, it it's an issue now because we don't have people that would stand ground on what they believe in, because like like we we talked about this earlier, uh, Trump Trump may be principled, but he's principled on kind of like the center center left, is where he's principled. The one thing that he, uh, makes the right or conservative attracted to him because he tells the media to go fuck themselves five times a day, and people love that shit. They on. they're all about it. Like and that's the one thing that like oh yeah we've never seen anybody like this guy and they do that but when push came to shove he sh- he pushed or he shoved whichever one you want whatever the bad one is he should not be issuing 1 trillion dollar bonds he shouldn't have ceded the ground to Fauci we should have stayed open we should have been, we should have been the beaconing light as we were in the uh World War 1 World War 2 all the immigration bullshit like America is different and we're different for a reason because we're literally Rome back when uh they like we are the one place where freedom like that exists. Like you have to be free. And this whole quarantine bullshit, ceding to the government this uh, non existent virus that kills one out of a, one out of a hundred or three out of a hundred and we're we're kowtowing to this. They're not Americans. Like I literally like the thing that bothers me the most is that I said here on my podcast and I talked about oh Europe's fucked and we're going to do this, and <laughs> Europe's going to shut down, but America's going to be okay. There's no way America's going to do this. And here we are, right? You guys have fucking shut down. You you are fucking shut down because you're part of a fascist communist government now, right? Like, that's the only way I see it.
1: Well, it's, it, it, certainly, it certainly feels that way, and that's where all the discussion with the Republican stuff is sort of become like, a don't know, because uh, it is such a big deal, and we sit here and talk about it in line, but it's like, it kind of is a big deal. Um, everything is fucking weird right now. And so I think what, to me, that means all the current, um, all the current sort of ways we look at the Republicans, I don't think that's going to, that's going to, that's not going to last very long. Everything's going to get fucked up real quick because after 08, um, that's when the Tea Party came about, you know, bailing them out is what flipped out. And they, you know, the guy on CNBC saying, Hey, you know, um, Bailing out all these Wall Street people why don't you, we all got mortgages too? Right here. Why don't you bail us out? We need to have a tea party and uh, the bond uh, the Bond guy on uh, CNBC yep, he's ex out of Chicago. I can't remember his name But and then the tea party came and actually Steve tea banner was a part of that So I don't know I think what politically and I think, I would predict I think, uh, If it is anywhere near a Great Depression, which it seems to be I mean Many as part of me looking at I know my business is on ass. I'm looking at laid-off people everywhere my wife's best friend said her brother's is laid off. i got my airline buddy. He's just lay—he's waiting around to see pretty much, he said, all of them are going to get laid off. They're waiting to see who's not going to get laid off. Um, and that's just, you know, my parents losing rental income, obviously, on their place up in the, the mountain the ski mountain. The ski people, friends they know that work there, all, like, just stop their employment, <laughs> come to grinding stuff. Um, so if that all happens, you would think, I would predict that that will uh, result in a lot of Republicans and answering a lot of different questions than they're used to be answering. Everyone's got everyone's got comfortable with the thesis and the, an, and the, and, and the antithesis. <laughs> and uh, I'm saying you're wrong thesis and uh, antithesis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got antithesis. Th- th- yeah, the antithesis. The antithesis. The thesis and the antithesis have been very well defined these past three years. And now they're coming together and exploding, and yeah. who knows what we're going to see. Supernova. I think I would, predict, I would predict less change on the left, because they're all, ah, you know, you hate to generalize but I, mean, I watch a lot of the left
0: shit. We shifted. I fucking
1: mean, nuts. I mean, I'm not gonna, also not going to stop knowing that. <laughs> it's just unfortunate that now a lot of Republicans have lost their mind on this. And I think they'll be, gonna be answering a lot of weird constituency questions coming up. I mean, I know my ass is going to be parked up. With that form in my hand, I already sent it off, and I'm going to be up there asking her about it and asking what, you know, if they're involved in this plan, or whatever, and not expecting that that's going to make someone jump to their ass, but it's all about exuding, you know, they respond to pressure. They respond to people showing up in their offices. They really do. Not many people call the representatives, and so there's going to be a lot of that going on right now, and so they're going to be dealing with that. All that's going to be going on this summer, and I think all, all the shit we're used to be hearing, you know, from MAGA rallies, all that's just like out the window.
0: Yep, I agree. <laughs> The, out the window yeah, the, <laughs> I don't
1: give a fuck you, I don't fucking like fuck if you call it China or Wu-Tang or Corona or whatever totally irrelevant
0: no I mean if you look back on it uh, there's no doubt like I think Trump should have been elected over Hillary but you kind of look about it and we had a fun three years um, <laughs> I say that but you had a, I, I still it boggles my mind that anybody bought into this, I think it's like to me is I think it's media driven. I know.
3: I cannot get over
0: this. Like I, I'm, um, it's I not, know. it's not upsetting, but it's, it's like it boggles the mind. All the bullshit that went on, but and, they, and people still believe in the you, media.
1: Imagine if you were one of, imagine if you were one of the thousands of people that die of flu and then pneumonia this year, and like no one cares. Yeah. No one cares
0: or, or die in a car crash, or die of a heart attack. <laughs> right. Or get struck by lightning or get eaten by a shark, whatever, well, right? It's
1: the contag- well, the part that drives the primal fear, I mean, I will acknowledge, there's, it's the contagious part of it. It's, it's transmittable through the air. That is the part that freaks people out. I get it. It's, it's just that you have to realize what that thing is that's reaching out through the air and it's going to land in your lungs. It's not a boogeyman. It's something that's probably already, something like that's already been there. <laughs> you yeah. Know, and you'll get over it. And, okay. and if you're sick, you should be aware that this is always a threat.
0: Yeah, I, I'm convinced that it already um, got so I me. get it. It's,
1: it's, it's, the, it's the contagious part. It's got people freaked and they're just so unaware of nature. And we got people that are confused on how many genders there are. Well, imagine how confused they are on <laughs> how their immune system works.
0: No, but, uh, you know. but you've never, that's a, that's a great thing you bring that up. You never heard, uh, you haven't heard the seizures or whatever, but you've definitely heard reports that uh, the coronavirus is more deadly to men than women. And I, I, I literally, I literally read that, and I, th- I thought that, like, oh, what about the and the yours? Like, what about the fucking? What about climate change? Where'd this fucking go? Where is it Maybe, gone?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, it just. So, I mean, I guess this is like, I guess when, when you have complete, you people completely out of touch with nature and, and, and sort of physiology. Just, life and um, I get you know and, and obsessed with safe space with other people saying like this is a peak safe space culture mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> should uh, should China pay for this
1: God, um, like well they probably are right I mean if we're like stopping ordering, I mean all that supply chain stuff I get it and this whole interesting conversation and how we're going to our supply chains are going to move I mean that's how they're going to pay for it right maybe and that's all price, and you don't have to You know, but you don't have to Like, fucking blast yourself in the face to do that, you know? And that's what people invest in companies for is to trust in the people they're managing, the running, the manager of that company to make those capital decisions and supply chain decisions. God dang, you know, you don't have to like blast, you don't have to stab yourself to like freak out and then do it. So, I don't know. Channel pay that way, I guess. I don't know. Uh, We probably won't get to war with them. I mean, I say that, but I don't think they're a war society. You should read our involvement with them in World War II, I mean, we've been involved, we were involved in there before that, I mean, yeah. 1900s, we we're a boxer, we've been in Beijing, we've taken over Beijing, well, man, the walls, you know, yeah. part of the city. Um, we've been up in their shit, um, but, you know, they're very like, like they would come to a stop fighting when it was raining sometimes, the commies and the nationalists, and, mm-hmm. you know, our, our advisors with them trying to give you know, that, like, what the fuck, everyone stopping like, oh, because, you know, the umbrellas are coming out, <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, Paper so tiger. not to say they can't fuck some shit up. Obviously, they, they fight, but I don't think that's. I don't think we go to war with them. I don't think so. I am not, I'm not saying
0: I'm not saying war, but pay for it. Um, extras exercising from the G fucking seven or G eight or whatever it is. Um, bonds uh, that we all get kind of. I don't, get, I don't get, think
1: so. I don't. I don't see any evidence of that because the the sort of Bloomberg business world or the CNN world, they don't. They're not anti-China. I mean, it'd be one thing if if they were on that, you know, um, sort of how they are with Russia. Yeah. You could see, I mean, it's basically whatever they decide. They've decided Russia's out, and so Russia's sort of out of that stuff. Um, I don't see them, I see them, like, taking China's side. <laughs> so, so I don't up. know. I, think I don't think they'll pay as a reputation too much, and, and, just, and just, other you know, folks like us, Americans, don't like all this. And I don't matter. I mean, I have plenty of nice Chinese people. I've spent... Just did a little 10-day bus, uh, business school trip over there in Xi'an and then Shanghai and Beijing, all that stuff. And we met some great people. But, like, you don't have to be a fucking geopolitical expert to realize that, wow, this is totally different, man. They got shit up on the walls. And their company is, like, about harmonious social relations, you know, between the workers and all this stuff. And uh, I saw a guy hand. in you know, a, a manufacturing plant that built electric cars. Showing up giving us the tour, and out and looking out into the manufacturing room, they have, they do have a lot of robotic stuff. Obviously, they have a, like a shit ton of great technology, but it's like they have so many bodies that need work that they also have stuff like where a guy would hand carry like one part from one conveyor belt, like like a foot over to another one, and just lay there. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's like, and they're trying to show off to us, you know. So you know, and this is what we're seeing. And uh, not to, I mean, obviously they have high-tech shit. I'm just saying they have so many bodies. There's so many weird, like, labor forces going on over there. They got their hands consumed. You know, I think it's more likely, instead of, like, paying for it reputationally, um, you would think in our lifetime people talk about, like, when are they going to have another revolution? Yeah. Because you got a lot of men over there that don't have any prospect of having a sex partner. You call the wife or spouse, whatever you want, but somewhere they can stick their dick in and... You know that's frustrating <laughs> after a while, <laughs> and, and, just, and you can't have the money, and you can't have the home, that you can't have a woman. It's very straightforward. Yeah. And you know they have they call people peasants over there. People on our business trip they freaked out twice and the tour guide said the word peasants in reference to something. Or whatever some people and they like, oh my god I can't believe she said that. I mean they will do whatever. I mean they just do a lot of shit different. And I think there reaches a point where like if you keep doing that and you're grinding these people. And you're producing all these military age men that have very little prospects, you know, I don't know. But then there's the technology side of it. The technology is so advanced that it is, you know, like once you don't have, that's why we should never, obviously, like that's the whole point with Second Amendment people is. You never give up your guns because that's a yeah. hard, lot harder to do here. Um, you know, once you're in that position, it's harder to fight back. Because um, at least if you have a lot of guns laying around, you, know, you got look to at, look at the Viet Cong and the fucking uh, Iraqis or whatever. Taliban, you know, it's not like they had nukes <laughs> or patchy helicopters.
0: I agree. Never give up your guns. So on the lighter side, what are some positives of COVID, of uh, aka uh, my wife doesn't <laughs> my wife doesn't spend so much money anymore because she doesn't have to go out and uh, go to the malls because they're closed. So can you think of any positives of COVID?
1: Positives, positives. Uh, well, I guess there's a. Uh, there's always positive that comes out when there's a big change, you know, there's a lot oh, we're of changing going. Right. change, but it, so um, <laughs> Yeah, what is that? Well, obviously people, you know edit, I don't know you break this down in terms of like uh, culture and business business culture Will be maybe less cost because people will think twice before taking an expensive flight So, you know, there's the theory that more more efficient business is better, right? <laughs> So We'll see uh. but people definitely talk about that with the live stream that this is going to cut down This is incentivizing people to go ahead and change over some systems and get a lot of their um, streamlined a lot of stuff that they know they should have already been doing um, Yeah, there you at go personal level at a personal level. i try. you know, I'm very selfish right like everybody else it's like what does it affect me and uh, It would it's, it gives me more impetus to expand my business model. I mean, I think I still believe in you know we have summer camp and that's the primary season. And I still believe in it. I mean, eventually people are going to go out and realize it's bullshit. And little juniors going to go out in the woods, but it does you, remind you of the impetus to make sure to speed up the other things we're looking at for the rest of the year. So you know, it's 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 never bad to be motivated. The stress is good in some ways. So it's adding some stress to improve your business model. I guess. Um, yeah.
0: I think uh, I think a couple of positives will be people. Hopefully, some people will realize how good they had it before all this shit went yeah. to, went nuts. And then maybe some people. Uh, I don't know. The worst thing is, is people are going to be a lot more skittish to start small businesses like you're going through because the government, the government can come in and fucking destroy your livelihood anytime they want to now because they've, they've they've demonstrated that, that it's the case. So it's unfortunate.
1: Well, yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, that, that certainly seems to be the case. Um, so, yeah, it, it'll work out. The, uh, you would hope positive so. In, in, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, try, you have to be positive. You have to realize that, okay, you have to remind yourself of the things you got going on. and like get some skill sets you can go do. But, uh, and maybe if you get some brain cells, fire more, think about some shit. That's positive.
0: <laughs> maybe. Brother, I get paid regardless, so I'm still in. So it is what it <laughs> nice, is.
1: Nice, nice, nice yeah
0: thank you so very much i do appreciate it this was fucking fantastic i learned like it all- cool, and uh let's do it again sometime
1: cool cool we'll touch base again all 100% right, all right brother
0: care. you stay classy good
1: <laughs> bye. bye
3: gazing through the window at the world outside Wondering will mother survive?